sit with us. Hi, Pod. I <gasps> missed you. We have missed you. It's been a minute. Yeah, like a long minute. It's been two whole weeks without a pod. Yeah, and that's a long time. It's a long time. It's a long time for you, our perfect listeners. And it's a long time for us because we truly do love getting to chat in here and just sit with each other about, Mm -hmm. you know, all the things going on in our life. And let's be so real. There's a lot going on right now. Yeah, a lot. (laughs) We've got some stories. We'll do our best to keep them brief, not bore you with details. I don't think a story I've ever told is boring. Thank you very much. I wasn't saying it was. I was just saying, I don't think I tell boring stories either. We're just going to do, it's just not going to be boring. I'm promising our listeners that we'll have fun and exciting yeah, stories yeah. for them. Well, obviously it's going to be fun. Um, it's with us. <laughs> Sitting with us. So today we're talking about perfectionism. Um, yeah. Specifically perfection. Cut it out, sister. It's something that we both struggle with a lot and are currently in a season of struggling with perfectionism and how it's just... Something that's really not unattainable. It's something we struggle with, and we just want to share it with you and walk through this with you. So, you ready to get into it? Well, first, oh, we can't even get into that yet. We've got to do our dad joke segment. Yes. Oh, my gosh, you guys are not ready for this next segment. Okay, three, two, one, go. So Y'all aren't even ready. Y'all aren't ready. So, last week on—well, not last week. We've already covered that it's been a minute. But on our last pod, we told a little funny joke. And we thought, <laughs> wouldn't it be so funny if we, like, started every podcast episode with a joke? So here we are. And to, we're not going to give the joke. We're not giving the joke. To introduce our newest segment <laughs> is the king of dad jokes and the dad of a joke, me. <laughs> Shut up. My dad. Shut up. Yay. Yay. Dad, what's your joke? Hey, everyone. So I ordered a chicken and an egg the other day from Amazon. Okay. I'll let you know which one when they get here. Shut up. Okay. Shut up. (laughs) Because, like, did the chicken or the egg come first? Is that the joke? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Allie. Get with it. Yeah, that was good, Dad. Do you have another one? Sure. Okay, go. I'm not liking that you didn't appreciate his joke. I did. It just took me a second. (laughs) It's okay. I got it. It's been a long day, I got it, Wally. Don't even worry. So I walked into the bathroom the other day, and there was a wooden shoe in the toilet. Did someone clog it? (laughs) (laughs) I liked that one. That one's silly. Have you told him the whale one? I have. That's what started this conversation. What? That's what started the conversation about jokes. Oh, I forgot about that. Was the willy. It's been a long week. It has. Free willy. (laughs) I love it. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) Got it. Love you. Bye. 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 You know what time it is, Hannah? It's a musical moment. Shut up. Musical moment. Mic drop. I'm going to come up with my musical moment on the spot today. Oh, that's so fun because I was going to do the same thing. Oh, okay, Slay. I need you to go first, then. Okay, all of Taylor Swift's discography. Pick one. Uh, Daylight has been um, stuck in my head recently. I'm loving it, and I'm really rooting for it to be my surprise song, which I know we're not talking about. I know we're not talking about it. We're not talking Uh, about it. No. But I really want that to be my surprise song. I've really had um, Death by a Thousand Cuts stuck in my head. That's a good one. Um, What is my... You've been singing that bridge a lot recently. Death by a Thousand Cuts. My heart, my... I haven't been singing that bridge. 
Hold on, what have I, what have I, I was just singing Literally, it today. Literally, we're just singing that bridge today. Okay. Um, my music, my, my musical moment, I don't even think, I still don't have one. Okay. Um, Somebody to love remix. Uh, but I've already done that one too many Have times. you? Oh yeah, for mm. sure. That's my favorite song. Mm, all my favorite songs I've already done. Sounds like we need to be listening to somebody else's podcast to listen to their musical moments to get inspiration. So here's the deal. So with us fans and friends, send us your send us your playlist. We need it. Yeah. We need it. Evidently, we're running out of songs. Um, okay, my musical moment. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Bottoms up. Bottoms up, bottoms up. Throw your hands up. Everest in your bottoms up, bottoms up, Everest in your cup. Tell security we're about, about to, to turn the club up. up bottom. You know what it is, girl. Yes. I know it. <laughs> I know it. I love it. That's a great musical it's moment. It's a good song. Okay, next. All right, Allie Blaine. What's happening, hot stuff? Oh, my gosh. You guys have already heard about my love for this sweet board game. In our, when we tried to do 71 questions, it ended up being 32. What was it? It, it was, was being, not the right. Whatever it was number not it was. the right number. That wasn't right. <laughs> We talked about our favorite board game and minus Ticket to Ride. Yeah. And now I have gotten everyone hooked on Ticket to Ride. Mm -hmm. We play Hannah loves it. All of her babies love it. All of my babies love it. Emma Grace loves it. She literally will text me and be like, Allie, can we play Ticket to Ride tonight? And I'll be like, yes. And here's the thing. She's sitting in this podcast room with us right now. And I know that right after this is done, she's going to look at me and say, Allie Blaine, can we go play Ticket to Ride? Am I right? She's over here nodding her head. Yes. So I guess we're playing Ticket to Ride tonight. I love Ticket to Ride. It's I love so it. so fun. I've never played it before, but now I'm loving it. Yes. I tried to get Rylan to come tonight because I told her, I was like, there's a good chance that me and Emma Grace are going to play it tonight. She's like, I have to study. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, be Studying a, isn't real. Be a big girl. Um, we'll talk about it. I'm just kidding, later. guys. Exams are important. Whatever. Please study. Please study if you have to. Um, I might call her, though, when we leave and be like, are you sure you're studying or do you want to come play Ticket to Ride? Because the answer is always, I want to come play Ticket to Ride. You should always want to play Ticket to Ride. Well, actually, I had to say no the other day. I prioritized myself, and I couldn't do it because I had a lot of work to get done. But now I can't play Ticket to Ride tonight. Yes, and I was talking to Emma Nails today when Mm -hmm. we were leaving. So we had a group come over and play Ticket to Ride in my room this afternoon. And it's a really sweet way that I've been able to make a piece of home at Stanford mm-hmm. of, like, bringing something that I love to do with my family, and that's one of my favorite things, and letting that be, like, implemented in my friends here. It's such a special way that makes Stanford feel like home and makes my friends feel like home yeah. because we're doing something that I love. That's so sweet. It's perfect. It makes me happy. Didn't you love talking to Emma today? Oh, she's Isn't she so the sweetest? Sweet. She's so sweet. We need to have her on the pod sometime yeah. and talk about like perseverance with her because I feel like yeah. she's gone through so much mm-hmm. and she just handles everything with and grace. It's just nothing. And dignity. Nothing to her. Oh, maybe like, that's a tease. We'll have to have her on next season. She's amazing. Okay, so this is Emma Nails. I grew up with her. Um, we've been besties for a while. Um, she's a freshman at St. for this year. She's a year younger than me. And I'm just so happy to have her here. And we don't really get to hang out as much as like, I would wish because we're both so busy and like, doing different things. But gosh, y'all, she's perfect. I, I just adore her so much. And I think I think that'd be really good to hear from her. Oh, maybe we're like giving a teaser. Of she, you know what she season. would say? She'd be like, why would you, what would you even want me to talk about? Like, I don't even like, she's so I have humble. no clue. Like, she, like, girl, like you are so just amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I love her. I just want to like hear you talk. Yeah. She's perfect. What else has been happening? 
Ticket to Ride, that's it. Ticket to Ride is really it. Um, guys, <laughs> Hannah has coined the term that we are in our mental breakdown era. Nervous breakdown era. Nervous breakdown era. I'm personally in my nervous breakdown era. You might be in your mental breakdown I'm era. I'm in my mental breakdown era. Yeah, I'm in just my like full nervous breakdown era. That's what's been happening with me. Mm, yeah, it's just, it's rough. It's a journey. <laughs> it's been a rough like month, two months. Yeah, but I think... When we come out on the other side of everything we've been going through, we're going to be like, ooh, we are so strong. We did that. Mm -hmm. I'm Um, seeing the light. I am. This semester has been crazy. This semester in general has been hard, but this last month and a half to two months has been awful. Wild. Yeah. Wild. But it's okay because we're making it through. We're making it through. And we're learning a lot in it that we're going to tell you all about when we get to the meat of the pod. Which is now. Now. It's the meat of the pot. <coughs> oh my god. Are you okay? No. Guys, I'm so sorry. I don't know what just happened. All right, well, anyways, um meat <laughs> of the pot, we're talking about perfection. <laughs> Which sometimes I would just like cut a clip like that out of the podcast, but I think today with the topic being perfection, I should be so honest and vulnerable and tell you guys that. And also tell you that I think I just got mascara in my eye, so I'm going to be wiping my eye for a second, so Hannah's going to talk. I always get mascara in my eye when I put it on. I'm, like, getting there, and I just, like, bam, hit my eyeball with the mascara on. It's so upsetting because it, like, gets all up under your eye, and it's so annoying, but that's okay. Um, So, because you don't have to be perfect all the time. Okay, so to... Like, really dive into this. I have always struggled with um, perfection and just, like, the absolute need to attain it. Mm. Um, It's who I am. I've never been able to, like, really turn that off. But I've kind of, like, will kind of work through it. But I've been able to more so um, just, like, channel it differently, I would say. And I'm not perfect at it yet, but I... um, You're not perfect at perfection? Shut up. (laughs) so funny okay without even trying to be (laughs) but it is just like an ever ever growing everyday journey however you want to say it but um yeah that's I'm on a journey with perfection are you yeah I've literally always been on a journey um with perfection me and my sister both I feel like in like elementary and middle school especially when we were starting to like learn about academic validation, um, wanted to be perfect and have all A's. I remember when I was in like the fourth grade, I got my first B and I cried. And one of my friends was like, you should go home and like, maybe you'll have some bacon when you get home. And I literally started sobbing. Like, why did he choose the word bacon? I don't know. But I started sobbing because I was like, that starts with a B. You're so insensitive. Because I was so upset about a B. I'd have never thought that. Well, I did. And I don't was really tell, upset about don't it. Don't tell Allie to have bacon um, after, after anything bad happened. No, I was like really upset. And... Anyways, after that, that's like one of many stories. Me and my sister both growing up like struggled a lot with that. And so my mom like instilled in us like perfection is not attainable. Uh Like she said that all of the time that literally when I was in the maybe even high school, I looked it up because I wanted to know what verse of the Bible it was from. (laughs) Because like she said it all the time and she said it as if it was some absolute truth, which I mean it is. And then I also grew up thinking and knowing that, like, absolute truth comes from the Bible. Uh So in my head, she does all these little quotable sayings from Scripture, like, 
all the time. And so I was like, perfection is not attainable. That's totally a Bible verse. And that I looked, was from Renee's Bible. I scoured the internet because I was like, I want to know what verse this is. Like, what translation? Yeah. It's not in the Bible. <laughs> and I totally thought it was. I told so someone funny. it was a Bible verse. <laughs> oh. But, and she would also, like, she would get a white piece of paper, um, like an eight and a half by 11 paper, and mm-hmm. then she would get, like, a marker, like a Crayola marker, like a purple Crayola marker. Mm-hmm. Let's give it a color. And she would put a dot in the middle of the paper, and she'd be like, the paper isn't ruined. Mm-hmm. There's something on the paper, but the paper is still a paper. Yeah. And the paper can still function. And so that kind of, like, you're not defined by one thing that is different or one mm-hmm. thing that is quote unquote wrong. Um, but you are instead defined by how you're made up and not your perfection. I think that's a really great way to put it. Yeah. I would say I grew up kind of differently in it where um, there's like two warring sides to my personality of one is just hot mess all over the place. Nothing is together. Nothing is perfect at all. But then the other side of me um, is just very like everything has to be perfect. Everything needs to be the way I want it. I have to control it, which goes back to um, control. I think we've talked about yeah. before. And so those things, just those two sides of me do not complement each other at all. And that was really hard for me to do, um, especially academic validation. We talked a lot yeah. about academic validation in classes recently, and I just felt so seen in that when Dan was talking about it because nobody's ever like really shared in that with me to the extent that I've like experienced um that was like my biggest issue in high school was like perfection and academics I mean it was insane the like the stresses like I went to it was just like kind of the culture that was created Mm -hmm. in my and like in my class specifically um I would think not I don't I don't know if all classes experience it the same way but um it was just like like people say that your GPA isn't everything and they say that like work isn't everything but the actions and the things that happen you know when it's perfect and when it's not say otherwise yeah and so um I struggled with that a lot I never made a B until college um and the only reason I made a B was because I was a biology major like live laugh loved biology so silly and everybody was like oh my gosh I can never imagine you being a biology major girl catch me in high school I was so good like I I'm great at biology, but then I kind of got to college and I decided, well, I don't really want to go to like school for that much longer. It's just not really sounding like my vibe. So I'm like, I, this is something I can really love, but it doesn't something have to be something I have to do forever. So I'm now a JMC girly, but, um, that was a big jump, but I only had a B because I didn't like, like the class anymore. Cause it wasn't my major anymore. And I was like, I don't want to, I just want to get out of here, but that's I... kind of on my journey of, I was able to accept that because in college we'll we'll get into more of why I'm able to accept it now but I never failed a test until I came to college Mm -hmm. ever like I always got well I failed a quiz once but that's another story because it was algebra and I'm not a math girly and when my teacher handed back the test there was nothing marked on it so I was like oh my god did I get them all right like I had been so struggling like and he knew this and I knew this everyone knew that this was this segment was hard for me and he gave it back to me And I was like, oh, my God, did I get all these right? And he said, no, actually, just see me after class. I got zero of them right. Absolutely zero. Anyways, he let me retake it. He was really gracious and kind and all of those things because I did have a breakdown in front of him because, Mm -hmm. you know, perfectionism. But I almost made a B um, in math my senior year because I had a really hard time in pre-cal. Yes. Um, It was dual enrollment pre-cal. And my sweet, sweet teacher in high school, he, our math teacher, he's amazing. Shout out Dr. Smith. Um, He... 
like was that teacher for that like dual enrollment mm-hmm. class. So he like the the university hired him, whatever, um, and he taught it. And I sat in the library, which is where we were taking it. It was like 80, 60 questions of pre cal. I hated pre cal. It was the only math I didn't like. I wasn't good at, and or besides stats, I'm <laughs> awful at stats. But I sat there and cried to him because I had tried so hard on this test and I did not do well. And so he like worked with me somehow to like figure out whatever I get literally like anything I could do to bring my grade up because this was the last thing in my high school career and if this was gonna ruin my GPA you'd have been pissed yeah but because I tried so hard like yeah mm -hmm. perfection so yeah I failed my first test this year because of you know we've talked about this before I had a lot of health issues and so I failed a test because of it because I wasn't in class it was this whole issue Mm -hmm. and it really broke me like not like broke me, broke me, but I was so sad. I was mad at myself. I was so discouraged. And I've been working really hard all semester to bring my grade up. Right now I'm at a B. Really proud of that. I'm hopeful that the final exam can make it a B, a B plus, maybe even an A if I do good mm-hmm. enough. We'll see. But like Hannah was saying, our awesome professor, um, Dan, was talking this week about um, – grades and how not to take identity in them Um, and one thing that really stood out to me that he was talking about is when we walk across a stage at the end of our four years we are not going to worry or care about the specific grade we made on a specific test in our sophomore year Mm -hmm. we're going to care about the friends we made and Mm -hmm. the memories and what we were able to accomplish and what we learned actually what we actually learned Mm -hmm. not the number associated with it he literally looked at us and said that grades are bullshit because they are. Because they are. And he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, they're important because they get you where you need to go. And it's a means to an end. And it helps show that you know the mm-hmm. subject material. But striving for perfectionism in academic settings is really not the vibe. No, it kind of makes me sad. Like, I'm kind of, like, sentient and emotional right now. Like, thinking about that poor girl in high school. And, like, yeah, who was just, like, quite literally addicted to, uh, like having to be perfect and that's oh it's so sad to think about because it was like I wasn't even like a person mm-hmm. um it was it was just so sad um oh and I like it you know what so the worst part is is that if Dan if Dan would have been in my life at that time and he would have said those things it wouldn't have changed anything Mm-mm. it wouldn't have changed anything because of the way that like what I was saying those actions say otherwise yeah that, like it did matter like, it, like, I hate to say it, but it did. And I just, I hate that that's the way it is. And that, like, the truth couldn't have changed my hurt at that time. And it couldn't yeah. have made me change. I think that's really interesting that we've talked, you know, about academic validation. But I, in high school, didn't strive for academic validation nearly as much. Um, school was never really hard for me. And especially as I finished high school, the last three years I did virtually. And a lot of my academic um, desire to achieve came out of uh, competitive nature. Mm-hmm. Of I had a classmate who I was really close with in my GPA. So I was like, I'm going to beat him. Like, I'm going to have a higher reading level in elementary school. Or I'm going to write a better paper. I'm going to have a better SAT score. I'm going to have a better ACT score. When I got to doing online school and it was just me, I didn't have that competitive nature, mm-hmm. so I didn't care as much, which is another trauma I can probably go through at a later time. But instead, I sought for perfectionism in relationships. Mm-hmm. And I sought for perfectionism in my future. And so I anytime something went wrong in my life, I just looked forward and was like, well, when I go to college, it'll all be better. Or when I have a boyfriend one day, it'll be better. Or when I have different friends, it'll be better. When I have whatever, fill in your blank. 
I have some of those things right now. Mm-hmm. I don't have a boyfriend. You've heard it here first. <laughs> but I, I am in college, and I do have new friends and different friends and better friends. And I have a great educational program. I have all these things that are really going great for me, but that doesn't mean that everything in my heart has changed. Like, mm-hmm. a, a change in circumstance doesn't equal perfection no and for so long I strove I strived I don't know what the correct grammar here is but I wanted that next thing thinking that the next thing is what was going to bring me perfection that next thing has yet to bring me perfection and I still don't think the next thing will I think that's part of my maturing process of Mm -hmm. I can look now and realize that, you know, when I'm a big girl and I have my big girl job, that's not going to bring perfection to my life. Mm-hmm. When I have a boyfriend or when I'm married one day, that's not going to be perfection or wholeness or completeness. But truly, the only place I can be whole and complete is in the only one who is perfect, and that's mm-hmm. Jesus. Yes, I would agree. I think that's kind of the point I'm at right now. Of uh, Perfection is unattainable. We we will never be perfect. And that's a really hard pill to swallow. Yeah. It's really hard to accept. And I hate that. I hate that it's hard to accept. And sometimes I hate that I have to accept it. Mm-hmm. That, like, it's just, like, this, like, neat. It was, like, an addiction. Yeah. Um, and, Speaking of pills to swallow. Uh-huh. And I just, like, it, it's so unhealthy. Like, I don't know. But I would say that so many people told me when I was in like the worst part of this, I like so many people were like, just let go. Like, that's not what matters to God. That is not who you are. Da, 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 da. And that's so easy to say. And that's when so people easy. say, let go and let God, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, yes. Great idea in theory. But do you recognize how hard that really is? Do I? And I, I struggled for as long time. Every time somebody say that, I'd be like, okay, yes. Yeah. But do I stop doing my schoolwork? No. Do I stop? doing my extracurriculars do I stop playing tennis how do I make it better how do I like let go and let God that makes no sense to me of like yes that perfection is only found in God but how that it just doesn't make sense it wasn't helpful because and it would just Mm -hmm. frustrate me because like okay like yeah I'll stop doing my schoolwork but I can't I can't do that like you, you can't just not do stuff and so it was just like another struggle for me and it took me a really really long time until probably college where I was just kind of like was able to breathe and it just finally like hit me of like you know what Hannah it's okay like it doesn't matter like it's okay but it's something that had to come to me with time like it's probably the same thing those people were telling me back then yeah but I just had to find it for myself you had to grow up Uh in your heart a little bit before you could get it I did because like it wasn't helpful at the time like we were saying earlier there's so many ways that people could have tried to tell us in mm-hmm. our eras of perfection that like guys stop please stop please stop please stop you don't have to be in this era that in this mindset yeah of, even like you were saying earlier if dan had said the same thing to you when you were in high school when you wouldn't worked. have been in the mindset to receive it mm-hmm. um so i'm gonna validate that like if you're in that era right now where you're feeling like oh my gosh my grades are everything or i'm here to love you through it babe yes because i know the pain we are here to love hurt. you through it like and i please. know that like it is something so hard to escape. It yes. really is. And I think the only thing I can say is that I just had to, like, eventually change my mindset and mm. figure it out for myself and just really get to that moment. But it couldn't have been anything that anybody else forced. And it couldn't yeah. have been in the, anything else in the moment it was in. Yeah. I think that... And it, that sucks. Yeah, like, it, it sucks. sucks that I was in that for years. It sucks. And, uh, it sucks out of so miserable. But, like... 
perfection, cut it out. Like, I mean, I can't change that version of myself and I wouldn't because Do you remember I've a lot. in Full House when Uncle oh Joey God. would be like, cut it out. Yes. That's like all I can think of whenever you say cut it out. Anyways, <laughs> I think it out, it's sister. Cut it out, sister. I think it's important that we say like we are very much not in our perfect at being not a perfectionist era yeah no no we struggle with this a lot like there have been so many times recently where I have gone to Hannah and I have been upset about Mm -hmm. something like last week something happened I was really disappointed about it I was upset I was trying to write an email it was like the ipsy situation all over again but it was a lot more nice and a lot more professional of an email if you don't get the joke go listen to the sleepover pod this season that is my favorite so funny but Guys, I was so mad, and I went to Hannah, and I was just like, girl, like, I just, like, wish everything would work out the way I want mm-hmm. it to, but life isn't perfect, and there Not. have been times this week, in the last couple of weeks, that Hannah has done the same thing, and she's come mm-hmm. to me and been like, gosh, I need help. I, like, I've been in my nervous breakdown era, I'm not even kidding, for a long time, and, like, Alex just walked through it with me of, of, I'm also, and I don't like to, like, send things out if they're not perfect, I don't like to do things that aren't perfect, and so a lot of times that's me pushing it off, because I know I can't do it perfect yet. Yeah. And so. That's that um, ADHD toxic mm-hmm. trait coming out. Yeah, so I'll push things off because I know it won't be perfect in the mm-hmm. moment if I do, and that's a, probably a lot of issues with my time management skills, but anyways, I digress. It is really hard to get out of that but having someone to walk through that with me is really awesome and also the fact that I've just like been able to like kind of work to change that mindset is really great but I would just say it's hard and it's valid and there's just there's a better way to live but so much there's so much better way to live and I feel like I enjoy my life more when I am feeling more laid back Like, Mm -hmm. when I have a laid-back schedule and I'm thinking, yeah, I could spend four hours on this project to make sure everything is perfect. But in reality, that's not going to add a single moment to my time. Like Mm -hmm. it says in the Bible, I don't even remember where, but, like, worrying doesn't add a second to your life. Yeah. So we can recognize that there are some things, especially in school, that aren't going to be perfect. And so we can do our best on them. We're not Mm going to just, like, do it halfway. That's not who we are. But... We're going to do the best we can and recognize that the best we can isn't always going to be perfect. Yeah. And honestly, it's probably never going to be perfect. And that's just because of our lives. Yeah. And that's perfect. okay. And we're human. And that's okay. I can still sit in this imperfection and be happy. Yeah. I can still love myself. I can still like not be <laughs> frustrated all the time and just like upset that it's not perfect. I can continue. Yeah. And if people don't understand that, that's okay because we understand it and we get you. Yeah, we do get you. Like, for real, we say this a lot. But if this is something you're struggling with, please reach out to us. Um, DM us on Instagram. If you have our phone number, text us, call us, do whatever. We're here to sit with you, not only on the podcast, but in real life, too. Mm -hmm. And we want to be resources and a help to you. And if we can be that in any way, please let us know. For sure. Okay, so moving on from perfection (laughs) into... After we just, like, like, dove... Trauma dumped. Dived, dove. Yet another so grammatical deep into question. My trauma in my heart. That might not sound very traumatic, which is also something I've really struggled with a lot. Is that that doesn't sound like a story, and that doesn't sound like something that like it's um, incomparable to other people's stories. Yeah. But let me tell you, that pain I was in. Pain is pain. It, okay. It, it is comparable, and I've had a lot of issues with that of comparing myself. And I'm like, I shouldn't feel this way. I shouldn't yeah. be this upset because I'm like obsessed with perfection, and that it hurts. But don't feel that. 
Okay. Love y'all. Bye. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> moving way, on. Jump into that. Moving on from that, we're going to talk about our fun summer plans. Hannah, what's up with you this summer? So, um, this summer I am going home. I'm so excited. Just Rome is home. Rome is home. And I don't know what I'm going to do specifically yet. I know that I'll get a job and I am going to spend time with my sweet mini May. As we know, that is my niece. She is a dog, but I love her with everything in my being. She was actually on the phone with me today and immigration was right beside me. And she was like, are you cooing at that dog? Yeah, I was. I was because she is my soulmate, perfect baby. And I love her. I'm so excited to spend my summer with her. Okay, You're you so silly. I have a really fun summer plan. I am, Hannah, close your ears. I'm going to see Taylor Swift. Uh, uh, don't tw- talk to me. Twice. Um, yeah, Anna. Hey. Um, yeah, I'm going in Atlanta and in Nashville. I'm really excited for it. I'm going with Immigrace. Forget Callie. rolling her eyes. I'm so sorry, guys. I promise. I promise I'm sorry. I'm just really looking forward to it. Anyways. I know. I'm that. excited for you. I'm, ex- I'm happy for you. Um, and then I'm spending six weeks in London over the summer. Uh, that'll be everything. Um, I'm going to be doing an internship there and a summer course at the Daniel House, which is Sanford's abroad program. Um, I'm so excited about it, and I'll definitely be showing some London content on the Sit With Us Instagram. Mm, that'll be awesome. Um, but what's happening for Sit With Us over the summer, Hannah? <gasps> Sit With Us Season 3! Sit with us, season three. Summer we season. are doing a summer season, which we haven't worked out all of the kinks to yet. Logistically, do we know how it's going to happen yet? No, no. But we're working on it, and but it has is that going ever to happen. Stopped us from having amazing things and things getting done. No, oh. we figure things out. I might pull through with things at the last minute, but they get done. They get done. They get done. Um, so we will be... And they're typically pretty good. I'd like to add that part in, too. And it's going to be pretty good. Yeah. We will be potting from home. (gasps) Long distance. Separately. In separate rooms, potting, which I am i don't think my brain has, like, comprehended yet because it's going to be so sad that we're not mm-hmm. going to be, like, consistently in the same place. Like, I don't want to talk about it. I genuinely yeah. cannot talk about it. Yeah, no. I need a moment. But we are going to sit with a summer pod, maybe even an episode or two while I'm in London. I'm going to do a summer pod at the pool every time. Oh, my God. That's where I'm going to do it from. That's iconic. You should. That's where I'm, I'm summer potting from. I love that. I love to spend on time at the pool. So we're going to give you all of the summer vibes on the pod. We've given you all of the school vibes today. Yeah. Y'all just wait. So my mom is a teacher and my dad like works all the whole year. So the whole month of May, I will be sitting at home alone. So you just wait for the content. There's no, no telling. It's going to be unhinged. What this, like, <laughs> unhinged Hannah I'm era. in my unhinged era already. There's no telling what that'll be. It's going to be epic. Guys, I'm so excited for our summer and I hope you're excited for our summer. But before summer... We have one last episode. Yeah, we are. And it's going to be the best episode ever. It is going to be the season finale that will knock your socks off with a yeah, guest well. that you are going to absolutely adore. Should we tell them the guest? No, we should I let it be a surprise. Wait. I think we should wait. I we'll think tease it on the Instagram this We'll week. tease it on the Instagram and y'all are just going to absolutely adore our guest. I know we do. You're going to like forget us and want um, You're gonna our listen guest every time. to their podcast and not ours, which is a good thing because this person does have a podcast. Yes. So we'll have to like, You're going to forget about us, guys. Their pod, um, and you'll have a new favorite pod, duh, because 
this person is awesome. But we have a guest next week that you're not going to want to miss to help us close out the ending of season two, which, fun fact, Hannah, season two is twice as long as season one was. Yeah, it is. Can and we- we've been in our nervous breakdown era more this semester. Yes. So I'm just like and we really baffled. pumping out the content. I know. Like, I'm so proud of us. I know. It's been a rough semester, and I cannot believe that we've, like, doubled it. But it's so iconic of us. It's fun to look back and see all that we've done. Sometimes I'll yeah. go back and stalk our Instagram and be like, oh, that was a fun podcast. Yeah. Or I'll, like, listen to parts of old episodes. Um, when I was home for Easter, I was talking to my parents, and my mom said something about living God's plan, and I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And That's my favorite story. I was like, oh, got to tell that story. Or, like, I said something about telling that story on the pod, and my dad was like, you did not tell that story on your podcast, which is shows that he don't listen. Um, but he's going to listen to this one because he's in it yeah he, he is. should he better and it's a good one and my he, dad didn't he, even know the name of my podcast yeah when i was we'll at home there. like the week of my birthday <laughs> my mom is like under anesthesia and i'm asking my dad hey dad what is the name of my podcast and he can't tell me and i'm like hey mom what's the name of my podcast and under anesthesia she says at hey sit with us yeah, she did. But my dad literally... Rob, this is your call hire. He didn't know that I had told that story on the podcast, so I, like, <laughs> pulled it up, and I made us all listen to it, and he was, like, cackling. Um, and so was my mom, and so was I. Like, we were all just dying. But he needs to listen to this podcast. We're going to make him yeah. listen to it. He basically has to. Yeah. And it's going to be so epic and so yeah, wonderful. This has been a really fun pod. It really has been. I'm really loving this one, even though I, like, dove into my... <laughs> It's okay. I think it was good. I'm free. No. Yeah. I feel like this is a real true sit with us episode of like, y'all yeah. sat with us on a real raw emotional moment. No, like I actually did get kind of sad. It's good. It's hard to dive into that sometimes. Yeah. That but poor girl. It. I'm proud of you. Girl. Oh, maybe oh. I'll, um, maybe I'll send you some content of that girl to post. Um, mm. And y'all will all get to see her. Oh, but the, also, the, uh, my senior year of high school, this is sad too. My senior year of high school, the song um, Homecoming Queen, Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah. I still can barely listen to it because it makes me quite literally sob of just like, because I related to it so much of yeah. like, it was just like, nobody knew that I was always in so much pain and like so sad, but like. I was broken. You know what I mean? Yeah. High school's a really rough time. College is rough too, but I'm so thankful it's different. Anyways. Because yeah. we've grown up. Let's wrap this up. We're putting our sandwich in like the... In the baggie? In the baggie. Mm-hmm. Or the plastic wrap. Or however you so desire to wrap up a sandwich. I like to baggie. Baggie? Okay. I like a paper wrap for a pub sub. Yes. Okay. I do like that, but that's not like attainable for me, you know? Okay. Like... So we're wrapping it up. And telling you to go make sure you're following all of our socials. At Hey Sit With Us. us. And, oh my gosh, I can't believe we didn't say this. What? You'll see it when you go to our Instagram. But, (laughs) guys, we were recognized by Sanford Communication and Media Department for the podcast of the year. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, that's so surreal, and we wouldn't be able to do that. That makes you want to cry, but, like, we're happy tears this time. Right. We wouldn't be able to do that without our wonderful, lovely, beautiful listeners and supporters. So this is our thank you to you. We love you, and it's because of you that we've been able to double all of our episodes this season. And we'll be able to do a summer pod and all these fun things, and we just love you so much, and we're giving you a big fat kiss over the pod. Okay. Okay. I'll see you so soon. We'll see you soon. We love you, Pod. Bye, Pod. Love you. Mwah.